0: So depending on where you are in the world, Ramadan is either starting or about to start or right on that cusp. Um, and so, Subhanallah, it's really important in this time that we remember some really important things about fasting. The Prophet peace be upon him in this time of the year, either you know a little bit earlier before or at least now, would always remind us of some of the virtues, the wisdoms, the benefits of fasting, whether it's psychological, physical, um, emotional, spiritual. Because on those days it can get really hard, right? You hear your tummy grumbling. You feel too stressed out to fast because of your life and what's going on. Knowing these things are the things that in the back of your mind keep you going. And so we're going to get into a couple of those today. Let's go. assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh how are you sisters it is so good to be with you mindful muslima here this is the mindful muslima speaks podcast if you're new to the podcast welcome aboard we have so many new women i'm um, in Ramadan, that always happens people feel like even if they are far from allah they want to connect back and this is this is fine you know alhamdulillah as long as you're coming back to allah this is what's important and this is a place for you with zero judgment um, regardless of where you are in your deen this is honestly a platform where women from so many different ages and so many different walks of life and levels of Iman it's totally totally a place for everyone so welcome back if if you've been here for a while, which I know a lot of you have, but if you're new, welcome also. So if you don't really know, um, this is something where we cover things on love, marriage, parenting, homeschooling, um, life hacks, organization, you know, like I said, um, everything in life that a Muslim has to deal with, this is what we talk about here. And today, as Ramadan is beginning, we are going to cover some of the beautiful virtues, benefits, and so forth of fasting. And because it is Monday, I told you guys, once Ramadan actually starts, we're going to do podcast Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I usually release them about 930 in the morning, um, New York time, Eastern Standard Time. If it's never a teeny bit after that, which it will be once in a while, as you guys know, I have five kids. So I'm a bit busy over here. And today I actually had my grandkids over. So my daughter had to go shopping for Ramadan. So it's like I take the kids so she can go out and do what she has to do. We all take turns and share. Sometimes she uh, holds my kids. So I can go on uh, dates with my husband. So we all we all kind of make it easy for one another. And that's what being a family and being Muslim is about, right? Alhamdulillah. So very excited. We're going to jump right in. Right before I do, I always do a quick housekeeping, uh, maybe 30 seconds, a minute here. Just want to let you know that... Um, For AB, if you're applying for that, or for the Crescent Moon Bookstore, for the hijab and the abaya I was giving away, and for the multiple books, those famous books you guys love. Um, Yesterday was the last time to put in, so you don't have to um, apply anymore. We had so many applications and comments on Instagram, so we are going through them as we speak. And by Tuesday, we will announce the winners, so get ready. We are doing another one from Sugar Clothing. I believe it starts about April 15th. I will make an announcement on here and on Instagram or Facebook, wherever it's going to be as soon as that begins as well. And lastly, today and tomorrow are the last days to get into two things. One is Thrive. Actually, it's kind of three. Thrive Muslimah, you guys know our Global Sisterhood open only opens once a year. So you're going to hear me all year talk about all the cool things we're doing inside. And a lot of times women are like, wait, but I want to get in. I thought it was going to open again and it doesn't. So it is open until I think tomorrow. And um, if you don't already know, you can fill in an application. We're going to cut the deadline maybe tomorrow and then we'll open again, not until next year, inshallah. So please go in the links below. If you don't know how to go in the links in the show notes, you can always um, private message me on Instagram and I'll help you out. But definitely try to get in if you want to. And the last day to get into the free class on what basically not to do in Ramadan, but with kind of visuals, I go deeper. I show you kind of my schedule deeper and things that are the three top things people typically, I'm telling you, We can have all the aspirations in the world, guys, if we do any one of these, just one, let alone three. I see people do all three. We're usually in a lot of trouble. And this whole month kind of goes to waste. And what I'm going to talk about in the podcast right now is all the beautiful benefits. These would get lost. And so I don't want that for you. Last day to catch the free class is today and tomorrow. And that's it. We close that up. And at the end of the class, we always tell women, because just so you guys know, last year, I felt really bad. I felt really bad because a lot of women told us, like we don't have anyone to celebrate Ramadan with. You make it so exciting. We wish we could be with you. I'm on the other side of the world. I'm in a different state. I'm in Canada, I'm in the UK, I'm in Pakistan, I'm in Uganda, I'm in Finland and Denmark. We have women from all over the world, Mexico. And and, and they like, we don't have support. I have family, they're not religious, or I have friends that they're not so practicing and I wanna be better. Or we just I don't have motivation, but I don't want to feel bad anymore. All these different things. You guys poured your heart. So during the year, we made sure that this Ramadan we wouldn't let you be alone. And so I made that class to inspire you. But we also have an entire month-long live. Like you are literally on live with myself and my team for something like twenty-plus live. So it's a month-long experience. And the reason that I think this is really important for women, especially to join with us, is because we are a sisterhood of women. You can go to a sheikh and you know how that, like that's, you're not going to open up to a guy. I see all these programs out there with guys and that's okay, you know, and sometimes they're good. But there's certain things with women you're not going to break down. Like you're not going to talk about like intimacies with your husbands and issues with your period or issues with, you know, other things that are a bit embarrassing and, and, and hard to talk about. And so my point is also women, they want to get close to women. They want to feel like tight, you know, relationships. So it's a month long sisterhood with all women all over the world, myself and my team. So if you are that person that was like, yeah, I needed that. We talk about how to access that at the end of the free class as an option for women who do want that, because we promised ourselves by this Ramadan, we wouldn't let that happen, all right? So throwing that out there, I'm about to dive into all the virtues and everything of Ramadan, but wanted to make that last announcement because by the time I come back, like in the podcast Wednesday or so, we will totally close that, and I don't want women to get upset with me because I knew a bunch were asking, okay? So today we're gonna go into some of the virtues and benefits, and this is that feel good stuff that I love um Ramadan is the ninth month of the lunar calendar as I think we all know so it's the best month of the year because it has so many virtues first of all I think we all know some of this will be familiar some of this may not so we want to make sure that um we are always thinking about things in this regard my teacher a long time ago said to me have you ever seen people who they sit inside of a khutbah and then all of a sudden the sheikh talks about uh, Adam, Salam." And people, i like, you know, the Garden of Eden or type of thing, you know. And he, they're like, oh, I know this story already. And they shut off. They just shut their ears off. Oh, I heard the time about, you know, Khadija when she did that. They shut off. No. She said that is exactly the time you need to open your ears. Because number one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling it to you for a reason right now in this exact moment of life. Okay. April 12th right now in the year 2021, he needed you, yes, you to hear this particular message or myself, right? And then also with every story, you you hear a story in different levels of your life. So for example, I have so many books on my bookshelf in my house. My mom is like, why do you have this many books if I light a match? I'm <laughs> like, mom, don't talk like that. She's like, make them digital. I'm like, no, I love books, right? If I would have read that book five years ago, if I would read that book this year and if i'm going to read that book five years from now i'm promising you because we evolve as human beings or at least we hope we do um you get a different take and a different lesson every time so if there's anything that i'm saying to you today that is any way familiar i want you to say to yourself why did a law put that in front of me right now what do i need to hear Right, that's the way we that's the way we learn and grow. So it is one of the months where the Quran was revealed, right? And Subhanallah, this is clear signs of guidance and a criterion for right and wrong for mankind. So this is the ultimate ultimate mercy. And we always just you know we want to be reminded of that. And the Prophet peace be upon him said, when the gates of Ramadan come, the gates of paradise are open. And the gates of hellfire are closed and the devils are changed. And that's in Bukhari. And so that means there's just a huge opportunity, guys. Come on. But also it means if you pass away in Ramallah, and I know we don't wish to pass away maybe, but like that is, that is kind of a beautiful thing for the person who passed. And so... Let's keep each other in our du'as and our family members and everyone in this time. Whoever fasts during the daylight hours and stands in prayer at night throughout this month will have his past sins forgiven, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said. And if we have sincere faith and anticipation of Allah and all the rewards, um, this is something where, like, honestly, it's an innumerable amount of rewards. And obviously, there's Laylat al Qadr, which is the night of decree, which we all wait for because it's better than, you know all of the other the other times of the year where we can get this type of an immense, immense barakah. And we know to look for odd nights and this nights, and we'll get into all that later in the podcast closer to that time. But for now, what I want us to know is there's a ton of opportunities here. If you are a person who cannot get motivated until now, like this is your month of motivation. Don't lose this opportunity. If you're a person who cannot kick a bad habit, some Muslims have really shameful habits. Yes. I'm talking about the person who might have one of those right now. Nobody knows that you're secretly watching that stuff on your phone. Nobody knows that you're secretly um, doing that thing that you hope no one sees you do. This is the time to get back to you. You know that stuff is wrong because you feel like we could sit here and fight about like, oh, this is kind of okay. It's not really held because, but deep in your heart, in your gut, in your bones, you know it's not so good you just don't know how to stop it or you just feel like this and you just want to feel like that instead. I get you. So there's no judgment here, but this is your month. Okay. This is your month. You're going to get better. Inshallah, But only if you take action, what are you doing to make sure that nothing else happens? What are you doing differently? The wisdom and benefits of fasting. I love this. So obviously we're going to all try to gain taqwa. What does that really mean? I mean, it's the righteousness. It's the piety. I mean, there's no, it's hard to have a one word equivalent in English, but here's the thing. It's a feeling you've never felt in your life in closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this internal peace and sakina that you have never felt before. When you have this, and we don't know, you know, I can't say, oh, I have taqwa. You have taqwa. Like there's no such thing. But my point is fasting has been prescribed for us so that we can gain this righteousness. And in, in Ramadan, it is just accelerated. It is incredible. And it all provides this amazing training for us in framing how to manage ourselves. A lot of people come to me with a lot of issues and they really really need support in revamping and reforming themselves. Guys, I know you've heard this a gazillion times. Come on. This has to be your year. What are you waiting for? Let's get out of our own way. Let's do this. We could do it together. I'm telling you, you have so many sisters on here listening right now. We have like 700,000 plus, 130, 40 something countries strong. That is a lot of women wanting the same thing. That is a lot of women feeling the same pain and needing to feel better. But guess how many of them actually will? I'm sorry to say it's not going to be a lot. And it's not because they can't all get there. Allah gave every single one of us the same opportunity yes even you in the in the country that might not have all the amenities that they have in the other country yes you who might not have really been gifted the best parents who are most supportive and understanding that you feel are loving for you yes you even though you've gone through a lot and you've been hurt by a lot of people or particular people and you just can't move past yes you yes me all of us are given male female the same opportunity but who will rise to the occasion? Not all of us. Not all of us. That's why I made, I told you guys, I'm trying to tell you, the class to tell you these are things. And and I told you a little bit of a, a hint into it the last podcast. If you didn't already listen to the last podcast, what not to do this Ramadan, I talked about your phone. I talked about your emotional state. Guys, a lot of people are going to get sucked in through their emotions and not be able, to, they can be like, oh, I feel like I'm depressed. I got stuff going on. Like that stuff is what stops us on top of bad habits and so forth. But I just want to be really honest and it's kind of scary. I think about like this, like a lot of women want to lose weight in Romulan. Okay. But here's the thing, everybody, unless you have a real like genetic DNA, like biological, like nothing can stop. Like we all could kind of be like really good in good shape. Like we could probably be bodybuilders. We could be like a lot of things. What stops someone from having an amazing body? Most of it is choice. There are some biological factors, okay, but most of it is choice. What you choose to put in your mouth, how much of it you choose to put, whether you choose to get up and go to the gym, whether you choose to get up and go to the gym consistently, because that's a whole other thing, right? Whether you choose, it's choice. Choose to have an amazing Ramadan. And if you don't know how to do that alone, okay, we have support. That's why we exist, but at least put some effort into it, guys. You got one day. What have you done to prepare? If it's not much, now's your chance. Now's your chance to make a decision. And if it's not that, you've already started to prep. Great. What are you doing to make sure that after the first week, you don't get caught into the Ramadan slump? The thing I talk about in the class. That's real. So let's just keep in mind the virtues, the benefits of fasting to help us. If you need even more help, you know we're here you can always DM me. Let's talk about some physical benefits. These are really fun. I had at one point, I don't know, like a year or two ago, watch this video of these amazing things that happen to your body when you fast. It was so crazy. Like it went through these phases. Like the first phase is your body getting used to things and clearing out toxins and da-da-da. The second phase is like repairing cells. It is so amazing what is happening inside of our bodies, guys. You're just feeling hungry and tired, but inside... There is a, There are miracles happening by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the intricacies of how created our bodies. It is so beautiful. And fasting protects your body from getting obese and getting chronic illness. It reduces inflammation. It boosts your cognitive performance. It controls and promotes blood sugar control and reducing insulin. If you have issues with that, of course, you know, check your doctor. And it enhances your heart health and it delays aging, it promotes longevity. It is intense, how good it is. And then there are people that Ibn Majah, Rasul Salam said that Ibn Majah, you know, wrote this down. There are many people who fast and get nothing from their fast except hunger. Wow. SubhanAllah, may we not be of those people. Say Amin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not let us be those people that gain no benefit except being hungry. What a waste. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that people who leave Ramadan and they have gained nothing from Ramadan, he literally says are of the losers. Allah is never that straightforward in his speech. I mean, he can be pretty straightforward sometimes. But I mean, that's kind of hurtful, you know? But you know what? Sometimes we need that tough love. He's like, I gave it to you all, guys. Come on. I locked up shaitan, right? I close the gates of hellfire i opened the gates of paradise i told you every reward will be multiplied infinity and fit like what else could i do for the human being come on be fair so allah subhanahu wa taala is so beautiful and so merciful he loves you so much even if you haven't found the way to love yourself and he wants for you good i want for you good but what are you going to do to get it I want to be, like, I am so sad for most of our women. A lot of women I talk to, I know their problems can be fixed. It's it's really hard, actually. And they reach out to me on so many of those calls. I've done, I think I calculated this year, like, I don't know, almost three hundred fifteen minute calls that I do with women. And I know, guys, you're still trying to get in with me. I'm booked until June. Um, but that's why I'm encouraging women in Ramadan. I'm with you live, like, 20-plus, you know, days myself and my team. And I know you might need that support. And I'm here. But I, if you guys want that, like I said, I don't want you to lose the opportunity. But don't be alone and don't feel like you don't have a chance. Now, there are mental benefits of fasting. I did want to touch on. And, you know, you just get – obviously, it's not it's not easy to be mentally sharp the first week. But we start to also do a lot of structural changes mentally that we may not realize. We stop structuring our days around mealtime. I mean, you kind of might for iftar, like, want to make sure I'm home, want to make sure I get – but once the food is out the way, it allows us to focus on so much more. We don't realize how much we focus on food. Think about it. We have to stop three to four times a day to make sure we eat something. Once you've taken that out of the way, you have opened up a lot more time in your schedule. So for people who feel like they don't have free time, well, you just opened up at least two meal times. Tell me you can't do anything with those twenty minutes or thirty minutes. Come on, guys. There has to be a point when we stop making excuses. I'm a really busy person. All right. But that doesn't mean that that's always good. We have to stop glorifying being busy. It's not a great thing. We, we're busy on the wrong things sometimes. We're busy going for careers. We're busy, you know, like um, doing schoolwork or we're busy, you know, trying to make money. We're bi- like, yeah, okay, these are essentials. I get why we're doing them, but they're not our life's purpose. What is our life's purpose? worshiping Allah. so if we're not doing those are we really busy in the right things or are we just wasting time on the wrong things these are survival I need these things I have to eat I have to yeah okay Allah provides the food not your job not my job Allah provides for the birds would he not provide for us he provides for us we need to stop thinking we provide for us We need to stop thinking our husband provides for us. Allah gives us so much more rizq, so much more of this barakah and benefit and blessing and stuff. When you put down your ego and my ego and thinking we are pushing and turning the wheels and making our life go, we are doing nothing of the sort. Allah is in full control. We may not feel like there's control in our life. We may feel out of control, but Allah is always in control. And the minute we give him control back is the minute our life is going to be better. We need to learn how to listen to our bodies. Fasting helps that. We need to learn how to stop having indulgent relationships with food and with people. Fasting helps us mentally to get a grip on those things. And Rasulullah said, a human being fills no worse vessel than his stomach. It is sufficient for a human being to eat a few mouthfuls and to keep his spine straight. But if he must fill it, one-third food, one-third drink, and one-third for air. We often overeat. Don't be the overeater, right? Because that is also a choice, right? Stuffing your face. Ah. Oh, my suggestion is when you break your fast this year, open it with, obviously, dates as a sunnah and stuff. If you don't like dates, I know some people don't or whatever. Milk or like some other type of sunnah, right? Water and watermelon, I always fill it with like something first that is fresh fruits. You're going to want to eat that thing you've been craving all day. I suggest you tell yourself, I'll eat it right after I eat some of these fruits and things first or drink a big thing of water. Then you'll find you won't go in on them so fast. You're not like, Ugh! and then like those are the things that make you feel sick. After you fasted all day, you don't want to break fast with something greasy, fry, heavy. Even though I know you're craving it psychologically, physically, it's going to make you just Get so tired you can't pray and do any better than nothing this is what I do for myself I don't like to drink water even though I like to drink water like I like the health benefit of water but I often want to wake up and have coffee first I literally tell myself like on my own parent (laughs) it's kind of I've never said this out loud before you may not have coffee until you first have had water in a smoothie once you have that you can I literally make a rule. I talk to myself like like it's a rule like I, I don't know how else to say it but and then I don't let myself It's a choice. I could just do the coffee, but that's just that. Then I feel gross and I feel like dehydrated and I feel that, that, yeah, we like that thing, whatever it is. If you're not a coffee person, you're a tea person. You get my point. Sometimes you got to tell yourself, tell yourself this Ramadan. That's not happening. That's not happening. I'm going to break my fast, open my fast with some water, some dates, some watermelon, some grapes, whatever it is. So I have that initial hunger, pain, satisfied for a second. So my brain can turn back on and I can go, okay, you're not going to eat 50 samosa. Okay. You're not. You're not going to do that because <laughs> you don't want to get fat this Ramadan. You want to, like, gain taqwa. That's what we're doing. We're not gaining a gut. We're gaining taqwa, right? So my point is make a hard rule and just follow it. It's a choice. There's no excuses. Let's do this. Like, I'm serious, guys. Come on. And lastly, um, we want to think of Allah every time. If we cannot get into a habit of anything else, let's just remember Allah. Bismillah, right? And if you forget, Bismillah hi fi awwali wa akhiri so you want to make sure that we are remembering a lot and if not we're free i have a whole i'm downloadable the ramadan toolkit if you have an issue with all the da's and stuff like that or what to do basics i have that below you can click on that and you're more than welcome to that you guys know if you haven't already prepped your food i have a prep um ebook you're more than welcome i've been making a lot whatever you guys want i'm here but i want you to know that this can easily be your year to be the best you all right. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all of us. The spiritual benefits are, are taqwa, right? And subhanAllah, wa I want to just lastly touch on taqwa. A man said to Abu Huraira, what is ta- uh, عنه, What is taqwa? And he said, have you ever e- taken a thorny path? You know, like walked down a thorny path. And the guy was like, yes. And Abu Huraira said, what did you do? And the man said, well, if I saw thorns, I would avoid them pass over them or stop short of them and abu harayra said that's taqwa taqwa is like i don't want anything to do with that let me go around that but imagine doing that with everything in your life that you shouldn't be doing you're just like oof, i don't want that that causes pain that causes punishment that causes discomfort my own discomfort why would i want that The Dunya and you're just like Psh. You don't even think about it. Come on, would you ever lunge into thorns and be like, oh, but it just feels so good. <laughs> like, come on, you're like, what are you talking about? But that's what we do with sins on our phone. We're like, oh, but it's just so funny. Oh, oh, but we're like rolling in thorns. <laughs> and you're like, why would you do that on purpose? That's taqwa. We want to have that common sense. We feel like we have common sense, but and you know, Alhamdulillah, prayer in the light of the believer and fasting is his shield from a nar said Ibn majid This is just really important. It'll lead us to paradise. It carries us unimaginable wards. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, except for fasting, for it is for me. I will give recompense for it as he leaves off his desires for me. Allah wants to know we put him first ultimately. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to do this.